Hey y'all, and welcome back to Philadelphia Podcast. I'm your host, once again, Talaya B, at T-A-L-A-Y-A-B on Instagram. And one more time, a shout out to our sponsors. Yo, yo, shout out to the sponsors right now. I'm on that Philly Fried Edible, so shout out to them. They keeping the package rolling. But uh, shout out to Showgirl Fisher out in Cali, man. They gonna hold us down when we take that flight out there. Dope dispensary out there. It's not dope, though, as we. It's just dope because it's cool. And shout out to <laughs> shout out to Forge Academy that we're recording out of. Shout out to Digital Crates and all the whole team out here. Philadelphia Podcast tuning in. Philadelphia, the city, the greatest city in the world. And shout out to Toronto and all that too. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest city in the world, and yeah, also. <laughs> but once again, guys, welcome back to part two. We are back tuned in with Meyer Clarity at M Y E R Clarity. On Instagram, make sure you make sure (laughs) sorry make sure you follow him and tune into his new album out and tune into his music. And so we're just gonna jump right back into our interview. Um, So before we left, we talked about you know how it was, you know, being a hip hop artist in the pop in the rock. uh, I'm sorry, in the punk genre and vice versa. So I wanted to ask you next, what challenges do you think that has brought you in the industry thus far? Like, do you think it stopped you from doing anything? Do you think it's helped you progress more? I just want to say all of my failures and the bad things that ever happened to me in life are all Machine Gun Kelly's fault. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's, it's challenging. It's weird. Like, it's different, you know, if you, if you tackle things a different way and it's like obviously you know, from left field, people aren't really going to know how to appreciate it. Like, I get, like, a lot of hate on my videos where it's, like, I don't know, is this little Windex or, like, Weird Al trying to make, like, a rap comeback or something? Like, people don't know how to handle it. So, I don't think I sound like Weird Al, by the way. I think that's insane, but I don't know. People can be the judge. I weirdly used to be a Weird Al fan, so (laughs) I used to listen to, like, all the remakes of songs that he used to do. Yeah, I thought they were so great for some reason. Now I feel a little different about them, for sure, but... (laughs) (laughs) For sure. I, like, I don't know, I could do Amish Paradise, but I think that's where I get off the boat after that. (laughs) That's where you gotta stop? (laughs) Yeah, he's, he's, he's tough. Well, I promise I don't listen to him anymore. I definitely, my music style has changed, so... I'm not judging you. If you like Weird Al, then, you know, power <laughs> to you. Weird. <laughs> so, do you think um, this was your plan all along? Did you always want to do rap? Do you think that this was meant for you, or is this something that somebody pushed you to do? Um, yeah, no, I've I've had a gun held to the back of my head for the past <laughs> 18 years. Do it. I don't want to do, do this. I know. I'm, even in this interview, I've got someone glaring at me like, you better say the right <laughs> thing, Mark. No. Um, yeah, I've been doing this since I was like 12 years old, basically. So it's kind of always been like the main life goal. I kind of flirted with a couple other passions like acting and uh, animation over the years and like okay. graphic design. But, you know, no matter like how far out I fuck with other passions, it always just came back to hip hop. And it was always the thing. That was like, you know, yeah, you got to do this. This is, this is what you fit best. So, kind of just stuck here. All right, well, that sounded negative. I love it. I'm stuck here. No, it's you're wonderful. stuck here. It's great. It's awesome to be stuck here. Yeah, I'm not stuck. I'm committed. 
<laughs> and that's the way to put it and that's the way to feel about it because this is what you want to do this is a dream of yours and this is going to get you to where you want to be and what you think is where you're supposed to be and it's going to prevent me from holding down a good job ever <laughs> no that's not true at all no, i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> So, in all of this, what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? You know, um, that's like one of those things with influences where it, it can change day to day, which sounds fickle. But, I mean, ultimately, I just I just want to share like a perspective that isn't really always shared is my like, you know, uh, Oscar answer, I guess. It's <laughs> just like, I don't know, like a, a lot of... You know, like, the way I grew up with my, you know, punk friends in the scene was, like, it was a different story. You don't really, like, hear that told a lot in hip-hop. So I kind of want to tell that story just so that anyone else growing up in, like, a similar situation can relate. And it's not all bad, either. It's not, like, one of those, like, struggle uprising things. But it's just, like, you know, you don't have to feel so weird. Like, you're the only one who lived like that. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, just spreading cynicism, nihilism, and... Uh, dad humor all throughout the universe is the other half of the legacy. Well, that rocks. I love dad humor. <laughs> I think my dad's the funniest person around, so I appreciate that. Well, you haven't met me yet. <laughs> I can't wait. We have to meet up. We have. To, I have to come out to Toronto. I've never been. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give you the tour. You can uh, you can see our lovely Union Station, and uh, it all kind of goes downhill from there. <laughs> and then there's really nothing else. <laughs> yeah, we got we got a CN Tower. Um, uh, I hear that's all the rage. And then there's like a stadium, and then everything else is bars. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's awesome. I got to come check it out. I've honestly heard a lot of good things. My friend was actually just out there. She went to, um, I forget where it was. I don't know if it was at, um, if it was in Toronto, but it's like a, it's like an ice bar and you can like go get wine and like liquor and stuff. And it's like, a, it's, I guess it's in a, in a room and it's like all made out of ice. What? I don't know about that. I got to go. <laughs> I got to ask get out her. After this, yeah. I'll text her and ask her where it was and let you know. But it looked awesome. She's had pictures of it, too. I'll try to get pictures. Yeah, let me know. I want to go to an ice bar. That sounds <laughs> sweet. Sounds like we don't have to do a lot of dishes. Right. <laughs> so the one thing you know I have to ask from you being, you know, from Canada and the Toronto and Montreal area, how do you feel about Drake? How do I feel about Drake? Yes. I think that Drake is... Putting on for Canada, and those the weekend, those Sun Rails, those Tory Lanes, those Coleman Hell, a bunch of people are, you know, putting on for Canada musically. Um, I think that it's worth noting that Drake had to move to Atlanta before he got any success. Okay. So that's always there's like this leave and come back mentality that kind of sticks with a lot of like Canadian musicians, where you know you're not going to find your fame in Canada, but if you go and come back that'll be a thing right i mean that's kind of like um that's kind of like little uzi for us you know he did go to atlanta and then that's when he got big but you're always big in your in your hometown too also well exactly but yeah no i don't know drake is like hawaiian pizza for me it's like <laughs> you know i get it people love it i'm not gonna get mad at anyone for putting pineapple on pizza it's none and of your business no right 
Yeah, sometimes I'll eat a slice. Fuck it. Sometimes I'm in the mood to listen to a Drake album, but you know, it's not my like go-to. I don't always order a, a Hawaiian pizza. I'm like a pepperoni guy. Right. So, what is your side on the Drake and Tory Lanez debate? Shit, there's a debate. I don't get out enough. <laughs> I I heard like Tory Lanez is real salty about. I don't know. I think he like sent some. Uh, sent like Drake a, a, a EP or something he paid him 10000 to listen and Drake didn't that's the extent of what I know oh, I don't okay. listen to it like a, I don't listen to it like enough Tory Lane to like pick a side like properly but <laughs> I don't know if people want to be mad at each other for stupid reasons let them right again none of your business right yeah I'm just gonna keep my head out of this one <laughs> So, who are some artists, whether from, you know, Philadelphia that you know, or out in Toronto and Canada that you would like to work with, or even, um, you know, artists in the game already? Um, I don't, like, in terms of artists from Philly, I wouldn't even know. I mean, other than, you know, the Roots, I suppose. But, Roots are from Philly, yeah? I'm, I'm not fucking that up. Everyone knows that. Right. No. Right. Shout out yeah. to The Roots and uh, Raw Life, one of our sponsors. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, people I want to work with. I mean, I guess, I don't know, whoever's like whoever's doing things, whoever's hungry, has got like a whole generation of people getting famous online through the internet that are like really pushing the boundaries. So I just want to work with anyone who's got like an open mind in terms of like, um, I guess, doing things a little differently than how we've been doing it for the past little while. And uh, if I had to name, like, the top five artists I want to work with, it would probably be Meyer Clarity, Meyer Clarity, Meyer Clarity, <laughs> Meyer Clarity, and Meyer Clarity. So, in about 30 years from now, mm-hmm. what will people remember Meyer Clarity for? Uh, that time he questioned whether the roots were from Philly on a interview. Um, no, I would say people remember me for, I guess, bringing like a, a little bit of a sense of humor to, uh, to hip hop as well as like introducing more punk rock aspects and I don't know, just showing that life it doesn't always got to be as serious as everyone makes it out to be kind of one big joke, isn't it? So that's yeah. kind of what I want to be known for. I like that one. That's how I'm feeling today. Life's one big joke. Go. <laughs> got a, I got a case of the fuck around. <laughs> so before we close out and end this interview, um, I have to ask one last question that I think everyone wants to know. How you said th- that three questions ago. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, this is the big one. Um, so how do the ladies treat Meyer Clarity when he's out on tour and out shows? Um, yeah, you know when you, like, get some shit stuck in your shoe and you're like, what the fuck is that? I think so. I I think I do. I think I do. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't know. I get, you know, I get love. Like, oh, look at him. He's on stage. He's confident and all that. But I'm saddled up. I got a beautiful goth girl out here in Toronto and. We're both building together, so I'm not really, you know, giving them that attention like that. So you don't care about the ladies? They're not important. Oh, I mean, I care because they, like, dictate music and future music trends. Okay. 
male fans who will just post about how I sound like Lil Windex or, you know, Weird <laughs> Al. So I care. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I love it. I appreciate it. And I thank you so much for joining us today and doing this interview and being here to talk to us. Before we go, is there anyone that you want to shout out and, you know, give your Instagram name one more time so our, fr- our fans in Philadelphia can give you a follow? Absolutely. You got like 40 minutes. I got a lot of shout outs. <laughs> All right. Well, time firstly, starts say, now. <laughs> here we go. Firstly, I want to say thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. I want to shout out Heavy Ox, Ill Vibes, Fontana North, uh, Sincerely Graydon, uh, Charisma Entertainment. Uh, I want to thank out everyone who's been working on the project with me so far. Ethan Pound, Kyle Luch Wagner, Jake Barnes, uh, DJ Digital Junkie, and... Um, I mean, if I forgot anybody, you have my phone number. You can get mad at me personally. <laughs> but once again, for the cheap seats, it's at Meyer Clarity, M-Y-E-R. Clarity spelled the normal way. And you know where to find me. Well, once again, Meyer, thank you so much for doing this interview. I'm really excited to see what you have coming up next and to hear more music from you. And I hope you enjoyed yourself today. Oh, I did. Thanks so much for having me. All right, and one more time, guys, you are tuned into Philadelphia Podcast, the exclusive Philadelphia All New Podcast. I am your host, Talia B. On Instagram, you can follow me, and we were just tuned in on a live interview with Meyer Clarity. You can find him on Instagram. And before we close out, one last shout out to our sponsors. This your man, Young King. This is my movie voice for the sponsors. I've been practicing. Oh, he got it. Oh, he got it. There you go. Go ahead. Do this. <laughs> Let Meyer do the motherfucking shout-outs right now. I mean, Philadelphia <laughs> Podcast, man. Shout-out to all our sponsors. Philly Fried, Showgirl Official, Forest Recording Academy, Raw Life Records, and everybody that's tuning in and showing love. Shout-out to all the artists that's out there, man. Y'all been tagging up the grams, trying to get the free interviews, showing love. The fans are showing love to the artists. Shout-out to that. And shout-out to Meyer Clarity, man. He had a great interview. Very entertaining. The music's dope. I hope you go far, man. I'm definitely going to fly out to Toronto, and we're going to get lit at the ice bar and such. So tune in to Philadelphia Podcast, at Philadelphia Podcast. Let's get it.